Welcome to Divine Throughline. I'm Ma Ananda Srimati, sometimes known as Julie Pyatt, and I'm here to share with you musings and perspectives on what it really means to live a life divine. Thanks so much for joining me. I'm super happy to be in the studio this week with Bradley, hanging out. Um, I'm getting ready to take a trip tomorrow morning. I'm off to New York to meet Rich, my husband, and also we're taking our girls with us. Uh, We're going to do some podcasts and take some business meetings. And I'm going to be practicing yoga at Jiva Mukti, which I always adore and love when I'm in New York. Um, So anyway, uh, I wanted to get a podcast out so that I keep the consistency and keep connecting with you guys. Um, So anyway, thanks so much for joining me today. Um, I want to say the musical offering this week is by the world-renowned, amazing Schumann Laha. He is my sitar teacher and also uh, an amazing, extraordinary vena player. And the piece that you're hearing on the show this week is a selection from uh, an original piece of music that he composed for me, which is going to be uh, part of my yoga video. So I wanted to share a sneak peek with you. Um, I hope you enjoy it. It's quite mesmerizing, and uh, the effect of practicing along to this piece um, is, a, is a deepening of, uh, of, a, of a connection uh, with greater aspects of ourselves. So anyway, um, thanks, Schumann, for sharing your gift with us this week. So Bradley, how's it going? It's going great. Yeah. Yeah. How's your weekend? It's sad. We're doing this on a Saturday night. What does that say about us? It says we're committed. Yeah, we're very we're very committed, <laughs> and we also, you know, we love what we do. We love doing this. It's yeah. so great. Yeah. Thanks so much, everyone, for all of your emails. Um, I want to give a quick shout out before we get into the show to the generous souls who supported us this week. Um, Nanette, thank you so much. Greatly appreciate you, my dear. And also thank you to Julia, Karen, Holly, Hasina, and Carrie. And also uh, deep thanks to my Patreon crowd that's growing. I appreciate you guys so much. So thank you for donating and supporting the show and what we're doing here. Um, so Brad, I think what I'm going to do this week is I, I want to go right into a question. I want to make sure that I get two episodes um, out to you guys. So uh, we're going to move right in. Um, I got a message from uh, a beautiful person in India. I think he's a man, but I don't know. Wow. His name is Deepti. Mm. Deepti. Um, anyway, hi, namaste. Uh, it's beautiful to hear from you. Um, he says, hi, Srimati Julie. I've been following your podcast both on the RRP, that's the Ritual Podcast, for those of you who might not know, and Divine Throughline. I'm a yogi from India and have been plant-powered since two years. My only dilemma being ghee. What is your take on using ghee mm. even though one is plant-powered? I can't seem to get off of it, mainly because I follow an Ayurvedic diet due to a large extent, and being uh, vata-pitta, my body composition needs ghee. No other plant-based fat seems to pacify my tummy or joints the way ghee does. Can one be ghee-eating, plant, be a ghee-eating plant-powered person? Your thoughts will be much appreciated. Thank you. Uh, thank you, Deepti, for this uh, very cool question. I really appreciate it. And yeah, I have a lot to say about that. So 
Um, as you guys may or may not know, I healed myself of a golf ball size cyst in my neck, uh, actually using Ayurveda. So I have a very visceral connection to Ayurveda. To, this is an Eastern uh, Indian science of medicine that is passed down from guru to student. And it is really uh, the ultimate food as medicine, you know, if you will, um, because it really takes into the qualities of, of, of every part of your life, you know, including um, your own constitution, how were you divinely created, uh, and then where, you know, what stage are you in your life, um, and then, you know, what season is it, and, you know, every single fruit and vegetable has a dosha or has a quality to it that is used. So Ayurveda is a very, very specific prescription for living a holistic life connected to nature, connected to the cosmos, and really, uh, you know, to connect with your best resonance, your best blueprint. And because I have this experience so viscerally, um, I understand that it's impossible to give one person, uh, you know, it's not a one diet fits all remedy, you know, because what might be really good for me might in fact be aggravating for you, Brad. So, mm -hmm. you know, as we... As we look at Ayurveda, it's a very, very specific um, science, which makes a lot of sense, right? Because mm -hmm. we're completely individual. So if you're taking it, you know, from that perspective, um, you know, I have to say that I have experimented with ghee myself. Actually, when I was healing myself of this cyst in my neck, um, I was prescribed uh, medicated ghee. Um, there are certain kinds of ghee that are, um, that are made with medicinal herbs, and uh, a lot of Ayurvedic processes are done, you know, over hours and hours, even days of actually um, cooking or infusing different things with these herbs. I mean, it takes longer than you would think would be, you know, humanly possible. Um, and it's because this alchemy is created by this process and it becomes a, a true medicine. Um, so I can say from my, mo from my own experience that... Uh, I healed myself or I was supported by Ayurveda to heal my body, you know, using ghee. So I will always be a devotee of ghee <laughs> in, in, yeah, that, in sure. that sense. Now, later when I became plant-based, I mean, completely plant-based, which how the, how the chronology happened in, in our life is that um, I was raised on game meat in Alaska. My dad was a hunter. And so I ate you know, that I could, that smell of blood from a hunt, you know, I can, it's very distinct in my memory mm -hmm. and in my childhood, you know, mm -hmm. it would be either the birds or the moose or the bear or whatever it was that he had, that he had, that he had taken. Um, so to go from that, then I began practicing yoga and started to kind of get access with sort of the finer qualities and sensitivities of energies. And I became very connected to the fact that I could not eat the flesh of another animal, that it was, there was a violence in that that was incongruent with me. But it wasn't an intellectual decision. It was a natural um, effect of my lifestyle, you know. So I like to say, when you truly come into resonance, um, things that are out of alignment drop you. So you don't have to make this big statement, like, I'm never going to eat meat again. You know, it's like, if you're in alignment, and you're vibrating, you know, in harmony with who you are, you're going to make the right decision. Like it's, you know, and getting to this point, um, Deepti, I hope I'm pronouncing your name right. You can correct me on email. So I'm trying my best, but I, I, I think that might be 
Um, so anyway, <laughs> apologies in advance if I'm saying that wrong. Uh, but anyway, um, is this other aspect of, I think, um, wellness is um, not creating these uh, ideas, these isms or these rules around you know, our lifestyle, our choices and what we're doing. Because by the time you've made something an ism, then, you know, there's violence that's coming into the picture because there's some, it's a, it becomes a thing, you know, like it's a rule or it's a, it's, I, I feel it as an energetic hardness. So I've always said on Rich's podcast and even, you know, when I speak and I, t I do cooking demos, you know, with, from my cookbook, The Plant Power Way, um, you know, I'm, I'm always talking about, that as a yogi to have rules or and boundaries is kind of it's contra it's it's not right it's not in harmony so I don't like to have rules I just like to um, really be in alignment with who I am and know that if I'm in alignment then I'm going to spontaneously make the right action mm -hmm. right so I always say if I woke up tomorrow and I knew that I needed a piece of flesh and that this was going to be medicine I would find a way to do it in a sacred way. Okay, that has not happened, and I it probably will never happen in my life. It just doesn't resonate me with me in in any sense. But I still don't walk around saying, you know, I'm a vegan, you know, or I'm a I, I don't like to label yeah. myself within right. the process. <clears throat> so coming back to the ghee, um, as some of you know, um, I meditate and study with a, a very beloved Himalayan monk named. His Holiness Vidya Dishananda. And uh, Vidya Dishananda is, he hails from uh, the Himalayas, from a giri, uh, which means mountain order of monks, um, that is extremely pure and extremely, um, I want to say like classical, or it, it's rooted in the ancient teachings. Like he went into the monkhood as a boy. Um, he has, uh, I was talking to my brother-in-law today, who is actually Joe. I took my, my mom and my sister and my brother and my brother-in-law to meet Swami, and they really resonated with it and really connected. Oh, and cool. so Joe has started to do his meditations. And, um, you know, we were talking today on the phone that uh, you know, Swami has over 50,000 hours of meditation in his experience. You know, and we, we giggled. We we giggled and chuckled at the immensity. You know, I was saying, well, if you if you want to learn how to meditate, I mean, that's kind of who you who you want to go to. You know, he really he has that, and it's this comes from, you know, going up and being you know being given a verse, of a sutra, um, or something from the Vedas, and uh, the senior monks. Uh, you know, sort of. I guess they they're like the teachers, and then the the junior monks go into the caves. And sometimes they're in the caves for, you know, months at a time, uh, literally, you know, um, in experiential uh, exploration with, you know, things that are beyond the body. And when they come back into the body, they all compare notes. And if everything lines up, then they've passed that level, and then they go to the next. So there's all kinds of things that he's been a part of, you know, breathless chanting for eight hours on end. Um, it's, it, it's absolutely just the most magnificent uh, thing to behold and, and to see and to experience. And he's truly, truly a treasure. And so 
Uh, I did a, a lifestyle workshop with him last year. He does a few uh, retreats. Maybe it was two years ago. And he brought up the ghee issue. And the, what, we're, what we see in his community is he's a, he's a very, very established um, monk and has a lot of um, awareness about health. So his two areas of, of really mastery are music and also food. Um, and he, uh, it was really sort of delightful to be in his, um, in his organization because the prasad and the food that is served is very high vibrational, you know, like it's sprouted buckwheat with like pomegranate seeds and fresh coconut or yeah. like he's really on, he's really with it. Like he's really sort of like the, onto the superfoods and onto the fermentation and all this kind of stuff. But the one thing that he swears by or that he says is very sacred is this specific kind of ghee. Hmm. And so for him, uh, it's a it's a sacred, um, you know, um, food that is taken, you know, that is brain support. And so what he shared with us and with my children and with many, many of us who have gone and meditated is that um, it's the, it's this ingest, the, the, consu- the, uh, Consuming of this ghee is what allows them to memorize so many verses. Mm. Like it's literally goes right to the brain. So it is different than anything else. And the one story that he shares, which is quite fascinating, is when they have been out of their body for months at a time, uh, when the senior monks go to get them out of the caves, the first thing they do is they give them ghee. And that gets them back in their body mm-hmm. and, and, and brings them out of this state. So um, what I want to share with you guys is um, it's an exploration. I think it's a personal exploration. And I think deep, deep, if, if this is of service to you and in alignment to you, I fully support you in, you know, in consuming ghee as responsibly and as, um, you know, in devotion as, as possible, which you know, if, if you're practicing Ayurveda, you're certainly using it as medicine. Um, and, you know, I think it has to be everybody's individual journey. I have to say for myself at this point in my life, when I met Swami a few years ago, I started to test and to ingest this ghee. And it's a specific one. It's from a cow that has a hump. So this is not the butter that you're getting in the U.S. or even in Europe this is a specific ghee that has to come from this indigenous cow. And uh, it has to do with um, an A1 or A2 casein. So there's a, a different element in each one. And uh, A1 casein is, the, is what is making everyone sick. Okay, that's what's in every single thing. But the A2 casein is different, and it doesn't, it affects the body in a completely different way. Um, hopefully, I didn't get those mixed up. Hopefully, I said that correctly. Um, but anyway, um, I would have to say from my experience, I did, like I said, I used it medicinally, and I checked it out. And at this point in my development where I am in my lifestyle, I did not experience a vibrational difference between coconut oil and between ghee. However, that's just right now. And I'm not saying that I wouldn't try it again. Um, And I have to say that I wholeheartedly believe in its power and if it's in, in its benefit for 
many, 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 you know, many people. And the joint health is something that's very, very key as well. So, um, you know, I have great, um, great uh, respect and great experience in Ayurveda. My friend Jennifer Ayers, who has been uh, one of the practitioners at uh, Dr. Vasant Lod's Institute in New Mexico, um, he is a world world-renowned um, Ayurvedic physician. And if anybody has anything that is, you know, very serious ailments or you, you know, are ready to do a complete reset in your life, I always send people to the Ayurvedic Institute in New Mexico. Because uh, if I was in that position, that is where I would go first. Because literally they, they take a pulse read and they can determine many, many, many things mm-hmm. about you. Um, Jennifer, who comes on our Plant Power Way atre- uh, retreats, uh, <clears throat> she's been taking pulses for over 10 years, mm-hmm. and she's far from being a physician. It's such a vast you know, body of work that it's hard to even step into it and feel like you, you, like you really understand it. But Jennifer can take, um, can feel like 21 different layers of information by taking your pulse. Mm-hmm. So she can tell what's going on with your emotions, with your lifestyle, with your genetics, with your organs, and then also beyond that. So it's it's just quite a beautiful um, science. Um, it is, I think, the ultimate in when we talk uh, talk about food as medicine. Um, and what I wanted to share with you guys now is that Swami wrote a, um, a workbook, and um, it's invaluable information about it's called it's about life force and lifestyle so it's called the life force lifestyle workbook and it has recipes in it it talks um, in detail about what i've just shared with you it has a questionnaire in it which will help you to determine your dosha it's a it's a pretty thorough questionnaire which is quite helpful Um, and the other thing about dosha that i just want to mention is it's it's just, it's very confusing. Like, it's impossible for you to go to an American magazine and take a quiz and know what you are. Like, you, like that's just ridiculous, completely ridiculous. And the way that the doshas work is that we each have all three. So it's vada, pitta, kapha, and we have all three. Mm. So what, you know, it's about this balance, right? And some of us are different constitution or different body types or different um, personalities, you know, or different elements uh, operating within us. So it'll give you a good idea, but you're not just going to be vada or you're not just going to be pitta. You're going to be a combination. Um, and I will say that um, the sign of of someone who has really achieved a, a great level of realization you know, I mean, it's all levels and it will go on for, for the multiverses for all time, you know, forever, eternally. But it's having the dosha that is a tri-dosha. So if someone was really realized in, in life, you know, in mastery to a certain level, they would have an even vada pitta kapha. And um, I know um, that Swami has this even pulse. <laughs> so um, it shows it, you know, it's, it literally becomes expressed in the body. So it's just there. Um, and I know Jennifer told me that in her 10 years of taking pulses, she's only read two, two people that had all three even. So um, it's a physical confirmation of, 
of a treasure of a beloved being that is here, you know, that is sharing information. If you fancy yourself as a yoga teacher or someone who loves yoga or someone who's interested in, in uh, self-realization, you, you know, he's just a treasure. And the, the beautiful, the beautiful news is that just recently in the last month, um, he has come online. Uh, he was very, very private and really sort of stayed, you know, out of these social media forums, we were not allowed to post photos. And, you know, it's, it's done very, very, very mindfully. And I understand that because there are energetic consequences of, you know, of certain kinds of platforms and things like that. And um, he is, um, uh, his mission is to preserve the ancient ways, hmm. um, to really present it as it is, you know, not the not the new yoga evolution that people are just shifting and, and changing. And and I do it too. You know, I'm I'm one of the people that I follow my own my own tune and, mm-hmm. and and it works for me in here. But I I you know his his beauty and the immensity of this information does not escape me at all. And um, I try to spend as much time as I can with him and I try to um, receive. I try to receive the blessings of, of his teachings. So because I never do show notes, guys, sorry, uh, maybe I'm going to get a little bit more organized and be able to do that. But I'm going to give you this website. So it's Hansaveda Multimedia. Um, I'm going to spell it. It's H-A-N-S-A-V-E-D-A-S, Hansavedas, and then Multimedia. Um, this is dot vhx dot tv. Try that. Hopefully that's going to work. I have it up on my browser right now. So he has tons of content on here. Uh, beginning meditation, uh, beautiful musical comp- compositions that are just uh, amazing, amazing by violin players, uh, by uh, tabla players, by vena players. Um, really the, the most beautiful and pure, you know, and traditional music, you know, basically. And then he has all these discourses and things that you can, um, that you can listen to. Um, I, I subscribed, um, I think it's, uh, like 14 bucks a month. Is that what it is? I did it for the whole year. So I just paid my whole year, but it's a monthly thing. And again, these have never been available before and you can have them now from your home from all over the world. So what I would do is check out that um, life force and lifestyle workbook. It's incredible. It has recipes. It has all this information about food, about dosha, about how to live a solely lunar life, which means, you know, the sun and the moon, you know, there are, there are times where the energy is more lunar or more solar. Um, there is even a yoga practice in it that is quite amazing. It's, it's very traditional um, and a very specific sequence and, and very, very good. So um, anyway, that's kind of what I wanted to share. So Deep D, thanks for asking that question and giving me the, the platform to share all this stuff with you guys. And, um, you know, it's cool. It's amazing. Hi, Brad. Hi. I talked a lot for a long There's time. There's a lot of lot of great information. I I was really enjoying listening to it. Yeah. So I'm I'm really a novice when yeah. it comes to this. So Well, I mean, next to him, the you know, every right. anyone I know in meditation is a novice. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, so I had a question about yeah. you know, the the you know 
determining what your dosha is. Oh, is yeah. there uh, like is there a specific uh, way for you to uh, ascertain what your dosha well, is, or can you do it with just the pulse, or is there a well, the, yeah, it's a great question. And that there's a thing that's, it's kind of funny because, uh, you know, I healed myself of a massive cyst in the front of my neck using Ayurveda with the care of an Ayurvedic physician for a two year period. And even though I went through that process, mm. I know almost nothing about Ayurveda. It right. is so vast. Yeah. And the thing that I found really annoying and frustrating is whenever I tried to pick up a book on it, it just didn't like I would go through the motions and it would give me some information, but it just never clicked. Like it mm -hmm. never felt like a whole, like mm -hmm. a whole information or like mm -hmm. I was like, yeah, that feels right. It was kind of like, what? Like, because they also have these qualities where they talk about, you know, something's oily or dry or, you know, it's oily or wet or it, it there's just so many qualities and they're not qualities that are um, <clears throat> obvious, yeah. you know, like you're like, that would be, Dry, like for instance, when I had my cyst, I wasn't allowed to eat watermelon. Why? Because watermelon is not good for vata, it's drying. Now, how would I ever think watermelon is drying because it has water in it? You know, it's like, hmm. it's so specific. Um, it has to be, you know, it really has to be, uh, you know, given from a, from a physician, from somebody who, who has studied mm -hmm. and, who, and who's been really, it's really like a guru, you know, student, Mm -hmm. type of thing. So, um, you mean so in terms of the, the healer. Yeah. The prescription, client. it's really like a prescription. And, you know, I have other friends like Liddy, Liddy Aarons, who is uh, Charlie Knowles wife, beautiful wife. And Charlie Knowles is an amazing meditation teacher. His, his dad, Tom Knowles has been teaching meditation for, you know, 30 years. And, you know, Charlie's awesome. He's been on Rich's podcast, but Liddy, like she, Again, you know, she just was, her body was out of balance and, you know, they sent her right to India and she went and went through an Ayurvedic program for a month and came back completely great. You know, it's it, the power of it is, yeah. is, you know, unparalleled. Yeah. The problem is, is that in our modern world, nobody will do it. Like nobody doesn't want, nobody wants to take three weeks. Like if you really want to do, it's something called panchakarma. It's like mm -hmm. a, a cleansing or a reset for your body. Um, you know, they recommend, I think, you know, three or four weeks. And a modern person just can't seem to get their mindset around mm -hmm. that kind of break. And sometimes, you know, life gives us a, a little gift in the form of something that's, you know, a disease or something right. and where we get to then go, you know, visit it. Um, it wasn't, that wasn't the case in Liddy's. She was just, it was just an energetic thing after having so many babies. But, you know, it was powerful for her. I talked to her about it after she was there. And it's like, I know, I know a lot of people that, that have used Ayurveda and it's literally, I mean, Jennifer, who's going to come on the show. Um, she's actually in Montana right now. And I'm Jethro, I'm, I'm sorry. Um, I'm trying to get her back so that we can take your questions. So bear with me. It's going to be probably the end of September. Um, but anyway, um, uh, she uh, actually was diagnosed with MS and she completely uh, has healed and completely cleared all the symptoms using Ayurveda. And it's like been many, many years, like maybe 10 years or something. So um, it's very powerful. It's very, very powerful. And this life force and lifestyle workbook that Swami put together, um, it, it begins to start to give you some of the basic um, 
you know, foundational teachings of what this lifestyle is about. And, you know, as Swami says, it's like, you know, Sanskrit teachings are maybe 15,000 years old, you know, older than even what, you know, history says. And so what he says is ultimately we're, we're all Sanskrit. We all belong to this mm. lineage. This isn't, because this is the the most ancient lineage that there is. And I know like everybody likes to say that, and but I mean, it really is. It really is quite something. So he's... Now available online, you can, you know, access these, you can learn from him, and uh, he's a true blessing. So I'm just super, super, uh, I feel very blessed and very honored to be able to share it with you, and, and I know that you'll find it to be uh, transformative. So um, anyway, um, the healing session this week, um, I'm actually going to go into um, uh, a meditation uh, actually, that I experienced as a result of doing one of Swami's techniques. Um, I'll say it on the episode, and I'm going to say it here. Um, you should go do his meditation uh, to get the pure um, download. Um, this was my experience um, from actually doing one of his meditations. I, I had a kind of a large breakthrough, quite frankly, uh, last week, which was, it was a couple weeks ago, which was pretty cool. So I'm going to kind of lead us through that um, of, with our, our awareness. And uh, so anyway, I hope you'll join me on the next episode. And um, I want to thank everybody again for donating to the podcast. Uh, I greatly appreciate it. Also, we have just a few spaces left for Rich and My Retreat in Tuscany, Italy, coming up October 1st to the 8th. Um, it's going to be extraordinary. Jennifer's going to be there taking pulse, <laughs> pulses. And, mm -hmm. and uh, we have Colin Hudon pouring tea ceremony and also doing um, consults there. Also, I've invited uh, the amazing Angela Bommel-Nicola from Ulm, Germany, who is an amazing osteopath, quite extraordinary. She's going to be there. And of course, Rich and I are going to be there. And all the kids, uh, the boys are getting ready to record their first five songs. And so we will have an amazing set from them, which will be great. And then another night, Srimati will perform. So it'll be me and the guys, and we'll, we'll put that together. So we're doing cooking demos. We're doing accessing creativity. I'll be teaching yoga every day. Um, Leah, my uh, dear assistant and photographer um, in my kitchen studio, is also teaching yoga with me as well. Um, it's a magical place. It's an amazing experience. If you feel this is for you, go to um, ourplantpowerworld.com and send Mel uh, an email and um, she'll get back to you. Okay, so we did a kind of a fun video. You can see some of the past um uh, footage from the last retreat and is really, really amazing. Um, also, Rich and I will be in New York uh, for uh, a Facebook Live with Mind Body Green. We have a relationship course uh, with them as well as a plant-based nutrition and Rich did an, uh, an inspirational art of living with purpose course. So you can check out those courses from us on mindbodygreen.com. Um, what else? If you don't have my cookbook yet, what is going on? <laughs> like, pick that up. It's called The Plant Power Way. That's great. <laughs> and uh, I'm actually really excited. I'm going to New York. Actually, I'm presenting uh, the next evolution of The Plant Power Way. It's Plant Power Italia 
Uh, so I'm very proud of that. Um, I have been working very hard on that and also on my cheese book, uh, which is entitled This Cheese is Nuts. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> it's awesome, right? That's great. That's actually compl- a compliments of Daryl Ween, who is uh, Zoe Lister-Jones' partner, and they came over to dinner and I had made them cheeses. And he's he's an amazing director, lovely, lovely couple. She's a beautiful actress. And they, they were like, Julie, these are unbelievable. And he's like, do you have a title? And I go, no. And he goes, this cheese is nuts. And I was like, that's it. Boom. So he let me use it, which was great. Uh, so anyway, um, yeah, I'm actually kind of happy that I get a week to just go and do something different because I'm very exhausted from yeah. cooking right now. It was Trapper's birthday yesterday. What? Oh, no, Which two one? days ago. Is he 19 or 20? 20. He's 20. He's 20. And uh, it, at his request, I made him a Mexican spread last night with oh, three fine. different kinds of cheeses, nacho cheese, queso fresco, and an enchilada sauce, and a cacao Mexican pie. It's actually, it's really McClay's, our, our um, photographer for the Plant Power Way. I did it first for him, and everybody freaked out, so then I fine-tuned it again for Trapper. But there's only one tweak you need for that, to, like, for the Mexican spread. What's that? You can't call it nacho. You have to call it macho nacho Oh, cheese. macho. Macho nacho. <gasps> okay. All right. That's it. It's going in. That's awesome. Thank you. Brad, that, I'm so glad I have you in my it's life. It's never going in. For those things. <laughs> that's not going in. <laughs> I'm like, really? No. <laughs> so anyway, um, I'm just happy that, that I get to go do something a little bit different, which is really sweet. Um and what else? Okay, so is that everything? Oh, yeah. Check out our music at uh, cdbaby.com or on my website, shrimati.com. Um, also, subscribe on iTunes to the podcast and maybe leave a review. I don't know. Does a review matter? Do we care about reviews? I don't really know. I, well, I, I guess if someone fi- really feels they, re- they want to leave a review. I have 56 five stars, so thank you guys for showing up for me. And I have that one pesky person who really hates me. <laughs> I talked about her earlier on the show. No, uh, anyway, so if you want to re- leave a review, I guess it's good, but I'm just devoted to you guys, so You haven't okay. made it until you have a hater. Come on. I know. That's true. Yeah. That's good. It's a good thing. She doesn't really, she couldn't no. really hate me because no. we're all one, so how could she? That's it's impossible, right? right? It I'm is. her. I'm her. So <laughs> anyway. Okay. So anyway, I hope you enjoy uh, Mr. Schumann Laha. If you want to know more about him and his music, go to SchumannLaha.com. Bradley, thanks for doing this with me. And uh, we'll see you guys over at The Healing Technique, okay? Until next time, remember that even if no one else believes in you, like everyone thinks you're insane, just know that I believe in you to find your way into living your best and most authentic life. How could it be different? You are a child of God. You're divine. That's it. So be well, peace, and namaste. Namaste.